Just over a year ago, security provider RSA named veteran IT security practitioner Eddie Schwartz as a divisional vice president and its first chief information security officer. RSA named Schwartz to that position months after it suffered an advanced persistent attack that targeted its secure ID two-factor authentication product. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to welcome back Eddie Schwartz. Thanks for taking time to chat, Eddie. Oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Eric. When we spoke last year, you were only on the job at RSA for a few weeks. You said you couldn't think of a more exciting job coming into the eye of the storm challenged by a sophisticated adversary. And you said you had the opportunity to make a difference, something many CISOs don't get a chance to do. Well, how did you make a difference? Well, I think uh, there's been a number of dimensions to that. I mean, certainly, you know, internally, we've had a chance to look at a lot of different things that we've been doing relative to the advanced threat landscape. Uh, uh, you know, as you can imagine, a lot of things we had already been working on as, as many companies that had been eyeing uh, sophisticated threats for the last few years, but certainly uh, with respect to post-breach activity, saying, well, you know, what can we improve internally? What can we improve in terms of our network visibility? Uh, what additional technologies can we bring into play? How can we look at our staffing differently and so on? So I think, you know, a lot of those internal processes, certainly, we had a chance to examine and, uh, you know, and also, frankly, talk to other uh, CISOs that are in uh, similar situations. Uh, you know, even over the last year since our breach, many other high-profile organizations have suffered attacks, and I've had the, the uh, both pleasure and displeasure of, of having to, uh, you know, to talk to many of them who have, uh, you know, to share ideas, share war stories, and, and uh, you know, we've all learned from each other. So I think internally, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things have happened, and, and uh, you know, the net has been very good. Um, you know, on the other side of that, externally, I have had a chance to spend time, uh, you know, not only in the U.S., uh, you know, in both the, uh, you know, the government space and in the commercial market, but uh, literally all around the world, talking to my peers, uh, talking to security teams, and understanding the challenges that they're facing, uh, understanding some of the lessons they've learned, obviously personally benefiting from their, uh, you know, their lessons, but also sharing my experience with them and then uh, opening up a network, uh, which has been very valuable. I think if, if nothing else, you know, the main thing I've learned is the power of, of collaboration and the, and the power of having this network that we all have as, as uh, you know, security practitioners and, and certainly the network of CISOs uh, that I've been uh, personally able to expand over the last year. Are you finding that there is more networking going on within that CISO community than in previous years? Absolutely. It, it's interesting you, you ask that question that way because I think that there's always been workshops, various research firms, and, and others have tried to bring CISOs together in various types of ways to talk to each other and so on, right? But more than ever, I've been feeling that we as individuals are also collaborating better. You know, we're calling each other up. We're being more open about things that are bothering us, whether they're resource issues, whether they're gaps in our programs, uh, whether they're attacks that we, we've had and, and, and sharing very specific information with each other. And I think in the past, many of us looked at security as this is an island I live on and I've got to face all of the challenges associated with living on this island on my own. And now what we're looking at, hey, you know, whether it's within my own market sector or whether it's within, uh, you know, just working with somebody else who might have a good idea that's different than your idea, 
it's the power of many, you know, the, the power of all of us working together is very, very compelling and has been a success factor for many of us that have been open to that kind of collaboration. So you talk about networking with other CISOs from other organizations. Uh, what do you talk about? <laughs> Just about everything. You know, it, uh, yesterday uh, I was in New York City meeting with uh, a colleague of mine at another organization, uh, you know, in an unrelated industry. And, uh, you know, we started talking about advanced threats and, and different types of actors, uh, activists, and nation state particularly. I mean, that was the, the first part of the conversation. And, you know, talked about how I deal with it, talked about how he's dealing with it, talked about different issues related to technology and so on. And, and you know, so it was sort of a benchmarking activity, right? This is what I do. This is what you do. But then, uh, you know, we went out to lunch after that because, yeah, you know, the first part of the meeting was with his staff. Then we went up to lunch one-on-one, -on -one, and then it was more, you know, sort of comparing notes on, like, staffing and, and people and, and other things like that. And, and uh, you know, not individuals, per se, but just, you know, well, what should just security organizations look like today? And is it the same as it was five years ago? We all kind of ask ourselves these questions. I mean, I, I sort of have a list like that that I, I ask people, you know, what are you doing about, you know, application layer security? You know, what are you doing about... Um, you know, this type of person, you know, what, what are you using to do third-party assurance for your suppliers? You know, that, that's kind of the way the dialogue goes. You know, wouldn't it be nice if, if there were a list of survey questions that you could just send out and you knew with a high level of confidence that the answers that you got were accurate? I have my, my survey questions, and I think that each CISO I run, in, run into also has uh, his or her survey questions that, uh, you know, they, they sort of like to bounce off. That's Eddie Schwartz, Chief Information Security Officer of Security Provider RSA. In our next podcast interview, I'll continue my conversation with Schwartz when he addresses changes made at RSA after he became CISO. Schwartz also discusses how changing technologies require CISOs to look differently on how enterprises must approach IT security. Till then, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.